the volume. Oral Sessions is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Lovers, welcome to a new episode of Oral Sessions. Um, this does wrap up all things Valentine's Day. Uh, I know that we're a few days late, but maybe people are stretching it out. Maybe we're doing a Valentine's Day week. Maybe we're going to hold on to some of this information for next Valentine's Day or just make every day Valentine's Day, as I saw a bunch of posts about. Also, people really love the tagline, My Forever Valentine. People were, that was all over my Instagram feed yesterday. Everyone needs to calm down with the My Forever Valentine. We get it. We know we're all in love. It's nice. Also, shout out to the singles out there that are just trying to find a warm place to warm up to. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this was my Valentine's Day gift from my husband. John Moxley joins me on this episode. It's funny, he's not one to talk about love and romance. But given the right circumstances, sometimes he does like declaring that I was pregnant or that he likes to have sex in the morning. But hey, we cover all those things here on the podcast. Um, I asked you guys to send in some questions. You guys sent in some amazing questions using the hashtag Dr. Feelgood. Much appreciated. We got to quite a few of them. It was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really cool. I love talking relationship stuff. Maybe this will just turn into a relationship show. I don't know. It's not going to, but I do enjoy these episodes, a little deviation. They're really, really fun. Again, shout out to my dear sweet husband for joining me on this and um, showing the softer side of this sometimes known to be terrifying man. Before we get into all of the love and the romance, I need to talk about another thing that's extra sweet. Our sponsor, Magic Spoon, baby. Okay, so growing up, cereal was one of the absolute best parts of being a kid. You know, I, of course, I had to give it up because you realize it's full of sugar and junk and all this trash that you really should not be eating. Um, and, you know, you're trying to cut down the carbs, the sugar, unhealthy foods. And you realize that basically you just unfortunately can't eat anything anymore. It's quite tragic. But as we, we grow and we change, you know, you're having protein shakes, um, having different protein powder, all of these amazing different substitutes. Now we can do that through Magic Spoon. You know, it's a new year as we're kicking off. We're not too far into it, halfway through February. Um, and we're all trying to eat better. So this is a great way to give a little nudge, a little nod to your bod. That's what we all need. Okay, so Magic Spoon has released a brand new variety pack. And they now feature peanut butter. My addiction currently is peanut butter. So this could not be better timing. Peanut butter is a limited edition flavor for 2020. They've sold out three times. They've gotten so much love that they've decided to keep it permanent and add it to the bestseller variety pack, which also includes frosted, fruity, and cocoa. Again, you guys, you're going to love it. The peanut butter. Oh my God. Buckle up. Hold on to your pants. There's zero sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. Listen, your fitness pal is going to love this. Um, It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So with the flavors, I mean, I just rattled off a bunch of them, um, but riddle me this. Try mixing the cocoa with the peanut butter, and it's just like having a peanut butter cup. Again, the romance. You're buying chocolate. We're all having chocolate. There's going to be a bunch of chocolate on discount. Don't eat that trash. Eat this. This stuff's actually good for you and very, very nutritious. You're not going to want to miss out. Okay, so to get some, to pick some up and I can stop talking, you guys can just enjoy it and eat it. Go to magicspoon.com slash Renee to grab a variety pack to try it today. And be sure to use our promo code Renee, that's R-E-N-E-E, at the checkout to save five bucks off of your order. Also, Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that they've backed it with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if for any reason you decide that you don't like it, it's not for you, they're going to refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Renee and use the code Renee, R-E-N-E-E, to save five bucks. Thank you so much to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. We love you. I love the peanut butter. Much appreciated. Everybody go get some Magic Spoon. And now, without further ado... Let's get into the love sessions of oral sessions. Love Shack, baby. I was going to really go into Love Shack, but we don't need it. Guys, here's the episode. Here's me and my husband. 
the romance season. It's Valentine's Day. Actually, it's after Valentine's Day when this airs, but it's pre-Valentine's Day when we're taping this. What did you plan for me? This is your Valentine's gift. Why is this my gift? You should be supporting me in my career endeavors anyways. I do. So you didn't get me anything? You're not planning on getting me anything? This is a big deal. (laughs) It's like kind of a big deal. But the thing with you, when I, so I asked John to do this, of course, it's like, oh, do I have to? I don't, I don't know. But once we get going, you always get into this stuff, especially because we're not even talking about wrestling at all. This is just love. And we've brought in Dr. Feelgood. We've got a lot of good questions on the internet. Well, luckily I'm here. And it's not just you doling out insane advice to people. I'm a man of practicality. I don't give people real world solutions to their problems. Well, here's the funny thing about you is you just in real life, when we're like hanging out, shooting the shit, you love giving like relationship advice because you truly think you are the love doctor. You think you've got it all figured out. I do. How do you think you have it all figured out? What makes you the expert? Besides catching this hell of a big well, yeah, bass. I have, I have a whole, uh, I had a whole theory and it proved to be a 100% uh, success rate. Okay, what's your theory? My theory was don't compromise at all. I mean, you've like kind of dated slash whatever the hell you were doing before we got together. But you need to, like, learn what you like and what you don't like. That's what, like, the dating part's for. Yeah. And at a certain point, you do. And then you piss me off, like, one time, you're out. That's such bullshit, though. I've pissed you off a million times. How many times have I fucking infuriated you? (laughs) That's different, though. You're already in. (laughs) Okay. That was was a harsh way to put it. I kind of, like, hooked you in before I pissed you off. That was, a, that was a harsh way to put it. Here's what I'm trying to say. People want to be in relationships. They want to have a girlfriend. They want to have a boyfriend. They see other people and they go, oh, I want to have, I want to be in a relationship. I want a significant other. So they try hard to have one so that you start dating somebody or whatever. And then you shouldn't have to accept a ton of bullshit. It should be a lot easier than that. And then that's ultimately what leads to crappy marriages and people, uh, wasting years of their life and then putting children through divorce and so right, forth. Right, right, right. It's because they tr- they force it when it shouldn't need to be forced. So what I mean by like having a zero tolerance policy is that, you know, we can hang out and have a good time and date and whatever and, you know. Canoodle. Canoodle. But did I'm you, not, I'm not going to. canoodle before me? Never. <laughs> no. I made a vow in Catholic <laughs> school. Thank you. You shouldn't try too hard to make it something that it's not. You know what I mean? And my theory was why work so hard? Cause let's see a lot of my friends do this. And I'd be like, dude, you're like you're in your twenties, man. Why are you focusing on one woman when there's all these women out there? Now I was not opposed to the idea of like monogamy or settling down or even getting married or anything like that. But I figured what are the odds yeah, if like the perfect girl came along, sure. But like, that's not going to happen. So I just uh, figured I'd be just a solo act and just enjoy time with many great women, <laughs> you know? It's fucked up. And there, I've known and had the privilege of spending time with many beautiful and intelligent and smart, All amazing right. women. Slow down. You know? Relax. But, Couldn't uh, have been that great. But it wasn't, you know, ultimately it was around pegging the square hole. Whereas your hole is... <laughs> My whole the same shape as <laughs> it goes right in. You know? <laughs> that was a good way to wrap that up. I know it just kind of happened, but it worked out really well. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, you have to not try to change a person, and a person has to not try to change you at all. That's what I mean by you know having kind of a zero tolerance, take no shit, look at it, be a hundred percent yourself. If that doesn't jive then it's just not going to work. It's a bad match. However, yeah. I, I get on you about mostly health things. Like I would love for you to quit dipping. There's not a referendum on me. You know what I mean? Not, this is not why I'm 
But I've given you this, the great gift of me as a Valentine's <laughs> president. Well, I'm just saying, you're, you're saying this advice. I'm like, well, I do kind of get on you, but that's not me changing like your personality. But me just looking out for your health because I want to keep you forever, you know? You're pretty much exactly the person you would have been if you never met me and vice sure. versa. Sure. But, you know, there's positive changes, you know? Sure. That you, you learn from somebody else and you, uh, like what? Grow together and, and so forth. Have you learned anything from me? Me from you, no. But I feel like you're a much better person after being under the wisdom tree. <laughs> I've learned a little patience from you. I'll give you that. You know, when people are in a relationship, they have like their own like language and they, you know, you function as like a unit. So of course there's going to be things that you do similarly and whatever, but you and I are like two separate individuals that like function as a team. Yeah. We never turned into each other. We have like, like we're like those two circles that like overlap. So we like do have that shit that's in common in the stuff that, that we've like grown to love together or things we've discovered together that are like our things. But then we also fully have our own separate shit. Yeah. The circles overlap yeah. in certain places, you know, we might both like this movie or this thing. We love I got, murder doc. We I love got, that. Yeah. But I got my shit. You got your shit. Like if all of a sudden I was like, trying to like be that girl that was like hey let's go watch like this old school wrestling thing because i know that that's a thing that you're like way into i find that weird i don't like when people like try to like act like like or like, things that you're really into that i'm like oh those are the things that i love too or like all of a sudden i love like all of a sudden you're in all the music. same bands yeah and- yeah yeah no one of my biggest pet peeves is getting in your truck and you leave it on like octane it drives me crazy. Because I, it also drives me crazy when you change the channel in my truck. <laughs> Listen to whatever you want in your car. But that's not fair because it, you, first of all, we never take my car anywhere except for the trip that we're taking today because the dogs fit better in it. But you just always leave on your music. You have to compromise, especially on a road trip. You can't just leave on your metal music. Like I kind of let that go. And also, I don't, I don't do that on a road trip. If you're, I mean, if we're going up the street and it's up for five minutes, It'll be on whatever it's on. It's terrible. But if we're on a road trip, so you will find a compromise. So you're going to put on like uh 104.9 hits or some crap or whatever. That you put That's on. offensive. Whatever it is you put on. You think I listen to like generic bad music? I don't know. You put something on in the truck sometimes. I'm like, what is this? What, I, what station is this? No. When we're talking serious XM here, I always start at the 80s. I'm not even a big 80s music person, but I'll start there. Then I just scroll up. I scroll up and then we usually end on uh shit. What's it called? 34 lithium. lithium. See lithium is a good in the middle. Yeah. See, we could both enjoy lithium. Of course. But there'll be stations you can enjoy and stations I can. Enjoy. I like coffee house, big coffee house fan. You don't like coffee house. Coffee house is all like acoustic covers and shit. I love that stuff. Music. You got to get in the, get you got to get that sweet spot where the, where the ellipses overlap. You see. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA in play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA in play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcome of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you even more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA in-play, so the action's always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because NBA in-play is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA in-play today. Um, Okay, so I tweeted out to get uh, some questions from you guys to do some relationship advice because this is our Valentine's Day episode. We are here. We've brought in the love doctor, Dr. Feelgood, and we went to Twitter and we got some cues. So are you ready? Yeah. Okay. First question is from Buzz Mongold. My girlfriend has been unemployed for 10 months by choice. She hardly leaves the bed or house. How do I go about getting her motivated to get back out there? I can't afford to support both of us. And it's taking a strain on the relationship. What's your advice? Oh, that's not even so much relationship advice as it is just uh, any friend of this person. Why is 
this person choosing to be unemployed is the reason for that. It sounds like she may have uh, other issues going on, be depressed or not in a good place, or maybe it's the pandemic or, uh, you know, I, I need a little more details to really, uh, but Hey, it's understandable. 2020 is a rough year for everybody. Tough. A lot of people are, uh, been stuck in their house, not working and so forth like that. But I would explain the reality of the situation and be like, yo, I bring in X amount of dollars a month. Our apartment or whatever costs X amount of dollars. It costs X amount of dollars to pay for gas, electricity, and uh, food and so forth. So at this rate, if you don't get a job, we're going to have to move or be broke or... But you want to move in with your parents or live in a car or, you know, I mean, just put it in X's and O's that like. uh, It's very black and white. You can't have gray area of just meandering about. I mean, again, like you said, it's like you spend some time. Pandemic's weird. That's putting people in a weird spot. There's a lot of depression going on, especially if you're not getting out of bed. It sounds like she must be going through some depression issues. She doesn't want to get out of bed every day. Like that's a whole other can of worms. How do you motivate somebody? You know, shake this person awake. You know, you only live once. Mm-hmm. 10 months is a long time to be stuck in the house, you know? Yeah. Ultimately, you're just, you know, you're just making the problem worse, you know? Nothing, nothing enabling. Well, both of them are. Nothing good is going to happen just laying around in bed, you know, and get, get her moving, you know? Just got to be a... I would need uh, more details to give an exact plan of action, you know? But whatever she does, find a job opening or an opportunity in that area. That's a good idea. Set or, out some options or places where she could seek that out or whatever. And, uh, you know, you might have to kick her ass in the right direction because it doesn't seem like she's doing anything for herself. Maybe like find some passion projects and find a way to turn like that into a job in some way. I do like the idea of like, yeah, sending her some job opportunities or being like, Hey, this might be cool. Or maybe you'll be interested in this. But it's really tricky if you're dealing with depression on top of that, where I'm kind of with you, where like you kind of just want to shake someone and tell them to like shake it off and get back to it. But that doesn't always work. I mean, depression is a very tricky thing and I'm not a doctor. So that's that's a tough one. Um, Best of luck to you, my dude. I hope that it works out. Ten months is a long time to kind of be figuring all that stuff out. Okay, this question comes from Al Snow, not the Al Snow but in Al Snow. Um, okay, Renee and John, what is the ideal indulgent romantic meal to get when you still need energy to get it on after? Oh, we don't want to go too heavy. And, uh, you know, what's a, what's a good aphrodisiac? Uh, mussels that's or oysters, that, I think. That's what they say, but you run the risk of uh, getting sick. Just like don't buy them from like the gas station and you should be good. This dude might be trying to buy muscles at 7-Eleven. I don't, <laughs> don't do that. Or, don't pick your own muscles. I don't know if unless you're qualified that. to go shucking. I would say try to try to do it before. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. You always bang before the meal. You see, must. See, because what happens is after girls indulge in a, uh, you said it was an indulgent meal. That, you know, they love an indulgent meal. Love. They love to be showered with uh, romantic cuisine. But then they then they feel fat and they don't want to get naked. It's not that. It's that the bloat. I mean, I guess the bloat and the fat. It's more uncomfortable. You don't feel sexy after the meal. You feel sexy before. And the key is getting it on before um, while everything's hot and heavy. Have a little have a little pre cocktail. Have like a glass of wine or two. Yeah. That's like the sweet spot. Get her like a little wine buzz. A little, have a little champagne. Some, champagne have some bread and butter. The calamari, perhaps. Yes. Yeah, we like a calamari. Ahi tuna or something. Oh, yeah, coconut shrimp. Something seafoody. We like seafood. Mostly you want to get her buzzed. Get the music right, get the attitude right, get the conversation going. You know what I mean? Then get that out of the way. And then it's like. Uh, but like, don't get it out of the way. Take your sweet time down there. If you know what I'm saying? And then it's almost like a post workout meal. You're yeah. like, all right, time to refuel, you know? It's better because then you can like, then you can fully indulge and be like, you know what? We've already done it. I wore my cute outfit. You might not even have to go back to the cute outfit. You could have been been there and and done that and then just get into like the food part. And you'll enjoy it more too. You know, eating your club sandwich or whatever, French fries. I don't care how good the meal is. You're not going to be focused on it. What's the real motive here? What are, what, are we, what are we trying to accomplish? Um, one thing that I would highly suggest though, for a romantic meal Remember when I made this for us for Valentine's? I think it's for Valentine's Day. Maybe it was for you. 
birthday. I think it's for Valentine's Day a couple of years ago, which is in my cookbook that you can buy on Amazon, available on pre-sale right now, uh, is my squid ink pasta. With uh, it comes, it's this like beautiful seafood sauce. Like if you want to take it to Pound Town, have a squid ink pasta. That is sexy as all hell. Oh yeah, it was a squid ink pasta that really got me all. <laughs> Got me in the right headspace. <laughs> you think I? Even, I didn't remember what you were gonna say. That's my point. Did you think the guy gives a shit about the meal? Some might. You're hard to please with food because all you're you trying, want is granola bars and club sandwiches. I'm trying to focus on the task at hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm hey, here's to get, a question. Yeah, you know, trying to get you buzzed in a good mood. You know, get the energy right. Get that out of the way, and then y'all can just relax. And you know, this is my own personal question. Your take on uh, lingerie? Is it worth it? Uh, you don't care for what? For like one second. Okay. Next question. But mostly I'm trying to take clothes off, not put more clothes on. Agreed. Yeah. We don't need it's a it. waste of money. We don't need know? it. But like, listen, it's some romantic music and some cocktails. 100%. Okay. Dark angel. Um, three, five, nine, seven. Uh, me and my boyfriend have been together for six years and he still hasn't popped the question. Are we still meant to be, or are we not meant to be six years, six years, is a long time. Who's to say you have to do that. Like, what does it really mean? Other than a couple of tax breaks or whatever, it's just a piece of paper. Why does the government have to be involved? Why does it have anything to do with other taxes? I don't know. But here's the thing about marriage is that it shouldn't change anything mm. drastically. True. For example, my dad and his wife were together for years. By the time they get married, it was a formality, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're getting married. And I think everybody's reaction was the same. It was like, you guys aren't already married? Oh. So by then, they'd already lived together, that their lives were already exactly as they were going to be, and there was nothing new to happen. It shouldn't be like, okay, we're not married. Do we take this huge step and get married and our lives change forever? And oh my God, are we going to be together forever? And yada, yada. Like, and if you have to even think for like a half a second what the answer is to the question, then you shouldn't be getting married yet. By the time you actually go through the process of getting married... It should be like an old hat, a formality by that point. Yeah. Is the best way to put it. Here's the other thing I will say though, from the female point of view, guys are slow on the draw. Guys sometimes take a long ass time to get their shit together when it comes to marriage and proposals and all that stuff. I mean, yes, I know that women maybe like think about marriage differently or they think about like that wedding day differently that you can't, it's sometimes just about like having like that day and they do want, it to be like a celebrated nice thing. And I just think dudes don't really think about it like that all the time. So sometimes you need like a little swift kick in the ass. I say drop a couple hints. If homeboy's not picking it up, then you have to have a conversation. I also just feel like people in general, just be open and honest in the conversation or in the relationship. Talk about things, flush it out. There's no shame in that. If you don't know where your all's headspace is at regarding this issue, then what the hell is going on? You know? Yeah. The no communication. Let's what the hell do you it. guys talk about? Yeah, man. Shake it Jesus up. Christ. Hot damn. All right. It's from- yeah, and for the brother, I would say, assuming you're going to be with this person forever, if you're not, cut the bait right now. But if you are, just do whatever she wants. If she wants a wedding, do the wedding. Because it's just, it's just easier to just give them what they want. I don't give <laughs> a shit about a wedding. A wedding is my Well, nightmare. we barely had one. Yeah. So could have been a lot no, could have been a lot cooler if you'd had any fucking patience whatsoever. But that should start burning a hole in her pocket as soon as she got a marriage license. Because you're slow. Guys are so fucking slow sometimes. Like we had our marriage license. Oh, she's out here like, oh, I learned patience. You don't learn shit. I got things to do. But but you rushed it. Got places to go and things to do. Um, okay, so next question from uh, Cat Internet Meanie. Hopefully, you're not one of those Internet Meanies. When did you know that you wanted to marry each other? Was there a specific moment that made you go, "Oh shit, I'm in love"? Not in particular, really. I kind of feel the same way. It's funny. I had a friend ask me that the other day. He was like, "How did you guys like get together, or like what makes you guys click like that?" And I was, I, I don't really have an answer. It just is. Yeah, all that magical stuff is in the movies man that ain't real like when it's right it's right like we're married from the minute we met each other basically 
Yeah. Like we've just always been together, which I understand is like a yeah, my, bit of a rare thing. Yeah. My mentality was like, I'm never going to get married. I'm never even really going to have a girlfriend. I'm just going to be a solo act, live my life. And about town. I like things just the way they were. That's why you moved out to Vegas yeah. and I crashed in, your party. Unless like, I mean, not completely opposed to the idea. If like the perfect woman came along or something like that, but that ain't going to happen. And then she came along and I went, Oh, Oh, so I guess we're just together forever. Okay, never mind. And it was like that. It wasn't even a question. There was no like Oprah aha epiphany moment. It was just like, oh, you're like my guy. You're my dude. That's just always how it's been with us. Like I couldn't imagine a situation where we like weren't together or like a reason like, I don't know. Like the idea of us not being together, like I couldn't, I can't even imagine it. Do you Mm. imagine? Ew. Every day. (laughs) Go to hell. Uh, does your wild husband cook something delicious for you or does he prefer to clean the kitchen behind you from Nalon 1984? Uh, neither, actually. He doesn't clean the kitchen or cook for me. Do you have anything to defend yourself? Like I don't clean the kitchen at all. Barely. I clean as much as you. That's false. I don't know. I'm always Do you even know where we keep the cloths? Doing dishes. You've never cleaned a dish in your life. That is not true. I've never seen you clean a dish. You'll do, you'll empty the dishwasher and all that, but you won't actually, if there's like a cutting board or something, it doesn't go in the dishwasher, you don't touch those. Yeah, put them in there. No, but you don't, but those need to be hand washed. I've done that. I don't know. I'm skeptical on that one. I'm not feeling strongly about that. But you do, you have your sandwich that you do, the um, Happy Bowl sandwich. That's a big one. I'm a good sandwich maker, but I'm yeah. not much of it. I don't like to cook. I don't, it just You're an orderer, though. He He's a provider when it comes to Postmates. That's for damn sure. Yeah, make a good order. Last night surprised me with Arby's curly fries. Who saw that one coming? Yeah, that I don't cook. I don't like cooking. Um. Okay, this is from Charlene. Oh, her Twitter name is It's Mox Time. That's you. Mm-hmm. What is the best idea for a dream date night for both of you? Dream date night. I said that weird. Dream date night for the both of you. I don't know, kind of over the dream date night part of. What would you say is our night. best date that we've ever had? I don't even know we ever went on a date. <laughs> we have, I mean, but we, we have. We went a bunch of places and did a bunch of things. Those are dates. That counts. Divey bar. Yeah, I like a good dive bar. You know? Bunch of appetizers. Ordering way too much food off the menu. Picking at stuff. Preferably touch tunes. We can play our own jams. Oh, yeah. We are. Yeah, I like a good dive bar. Touch tunes. Even just like walking around, like we had some really good times in New York when we would just like bop around the city and like pop into different bars, oh, yeah. check out different restaurants. Hop on and off the subway. Oh you my know? God. I actually see those were good dates. We would get on the subway, ride the NQR all through town with like our giant tall boys in brown bags. That was fun. Tall boys on the subway. That's a great date yeah. and cheap. But- and if you can't have fun doing that with the person you're with, then that's not you shouldn't be with that person. It's time to move on. We've never done like anything elaborate for dates ever. We're very low key. Like we're pretty boring when it comes to like, like, like the whole concept of a date that you see on TV, like, Oh, we're going to go to a dinner and a movie and this, like who actually does that in real life? Do people actually do that? I don't think they do. Have they ever? Well, no, I think that they do because I think a lot of like, and I can actually attest to part of this, especially now during quarantine and all that. So there's some days that I'm like, Oh man, I wish like, I wish we were going somewhere to do something merely. So I had a reason to put on makeup and brush my hair and like put on a cute outfit. Cause otherwise I'm just in sweats and like looking like a schlub, like 90% of the time. That's different. Cause we're already married. That's just like married people going to the movies. You know? Yeah. But I think it's still the same. If you're like, if you're like in a relationship and you're like dating or like you're going out on dates or something, you know, yeah, I don't know what the kids do nowadays. I think they just send each other like, dick pics and <laughs> that's egg, so scary eggplants and stuff eggplants and the water emojis then i don't know i don't know how it happens oh let's see here do, 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 do. oh here's a good one uh from michael gonzalez is it a good idea to date your best friend's sister hashtag dr feel good if it's a match and like a legitimate relationship then for sure but if you just want to hook up with her probably not worth opening up that can of worms because what if that ends like really badly or what if she turns out to be nuts and then you can never get rid of her because she's your best friend's sister or if they're just not a match she doesn't have to be crazy if it's like a real good match and y'all make a good thing and it 
then it'll just naturally happen. And then your friend will be cool with that because it'll just be a, it'll just work out nicely. You got to let it simmer. You've also got to know that she is reciprocating your feelings. If you are just like yearning over this woman and not sure how she feels about you, that's you're running a big risk with that. But if you kind of know yeah, that, that, that like super connections. There, yeah. If you guys got like a chemistry and everything and are we so bumping forth, into each other and then, little like flirty moments, then just let it play out naturally. But if it's just like, man, I want to bang my friend's sister. I'd avoid that one. That's so ask yourself, do I just want to bang her or do I actually, do I love her? Yeah. Okay. Last question here. And then we're going to get into our, how well do we know each other game? Okay. My friend and I were debating how much is good sex, a valid part of a relationship. I think that if you're not satisfied sexually, it should be addressed ASAP. And if it can't be fixed, is it an acceptable reason to break up? Oh, hundred percent. If the sex is the shit, so you got to get out of there. Well, I mean, you could improve it. You could improve upon it. It's like anything else. You know, you got to work at it, I guess. But, you know, you shouldn't have to work at it too much. Shouldn't have to work at it too much. Yeah. I also do think that people kind of like the sex has to be bad for it to be bad sex because pretty much all sex is good sex, right? Yeah. yeah, To be like that sex is terrible that you need to address it. That's got to be. Yeah, that's good. I don't even know what you do to work on it, to be honest with you. Physical connection's no joke. You must have that. There. Physical connection. That's a way to put it without sounding like a pig. <laughs> but sex is very important. It is important. There's no shame in saying that. There's nothing gross about saying that. It is important. Yeah, the more sex, the better. Look at all the uh, crappy relationships you see or like bad marriages or whatever. I bet they're not having any sex. It's crazy to me when you hear people that, like, uh, that have not had they sex. Have, they have other problems. Like that's crazy. Yeah, but they have other problems, but that's definitely going to be a symptom of it. And then that's going to drive you nuts because your brain needs it. Yes. All the chemicals. You need physical intimacy. You need that from your partner. Yeah, your brain needs it. You know, you should have sex before making any serious decisions. 100%. You know, like they always tell you, you know, you should, before you go out, you should always jerk off. Really? Who said that to you? Oh, it's just a known thing. Really? Yeah, because you, you don't want to go out there all crazy, you know? Wait, you mean like just like going out for a night with like your friends or just like in Bef- general? Before you do anything, really, before you make any smart de- or any decisions, you know, it's always good to... Uh, <laughs> to yank one out? Yeah. Yeah, basically in a relationship, you should be having tons of sex. Yeah. You can't have too much sex. What do you think is an acceptable- Nobody's ever said, God, I'm sick of all this, you know, it well, keeps it... Well, that's not true because sometimes you can like be walking away a little sore. I mean, worst case scenario. But that's a good situation to be in, I think. What do you think is an acceptable amount of sexual relations during a week amongst two consenting adults? Oh, well, depends on the week. Depends where you are. Just a regular. I mean, what week. if what if you're on vacation? No, nah, it's you know? just a regular standard week. I don't know. What do you think? I think like three, three, four times. That's a minimum. Three, four. It's like yeah, that's, that's yeah. I think that's reasonable. So now we're going to bring in Emilio, who is um, going to be our fresh MC, and he's going to ask us some questions here uh, to see how well we know each other. Emilio, good to see you. Hi. You got on your orange toque? Oh, I mean, you inspire me to buy a whole bunch of toques. I can't yeah. call them beanies anymore. You browbeat me into that. So now they're just fucking toques. That is for sure not a beanie. That's a fucking toque, bud. You got me into it now. So now I have to have all different ones because I can't keep recycling the same one over and over again now. Um, real quick before Emilio takes over here, um, I would just like to interject this because I'm often involved in Emilio's um, Tinder conversations. Every single person oh, yeah. that reaches out to Emilio, their pickup line is about his hair. Is this just lazy booking? Do they need to like reach out and like come up with something more clever? Everything's just about his hair every single time, right? Every time. 95% of the time people are like, what's your hair care routine? Oh my God, can I touch your hair? Like You're saying that the girls are uh, coming to you and, and complimenting your hair is there. Is there pickup line? Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the pickup line. And you're annoyed by this. Not that I'm annoyed by it, but you know, it's lazy or it's lazy. I find it lazy. Like if I'm going to do something creative and try to message you, then I would want some type of effort back to show like, Hey, I actually might kind of sort of be interested. So let me not just do the easy out, which is the locks. Let me just say, Hey, I got a dog. You want to go for a walk? Be creative. 
People feel the need to instantly address some kind of aesthetic thing. I think you're missing the whole point of this Tinder, man. I've been to pound town with it, brother. I've did it, done it. I think I'm ready for something more than just the physical. Oh, then maybe you should get on something besides Tinder. See, that's what the kids do nowadays. But uh, Wait, Tinder's just for banging, right? That's what I thought. Well, Tinder's just for banging. Then there's Bumble, which could be a little bit more, but I get the same thing on Bumble too, though. I told him he should change his profile picture because he's asking for it at a certain point. Yeah, you should just get off that thing, man. Or you should just really... How else is he supposed to date? We're in lockdown. We're in like a quarantine. You can't just go out to a bar and meet people or like, what do you do? My old friend, high IQ Quentin Lee met his wife on that eHarmony. Oh, yeah. I think that's like a legit one, right? If you're looking for like a legit relationship, I think this Tinder is all just about insanity though, right? It's like the Wild West out there, man. It is the Wild West. But yeah, so we have some cool little how well do you know your spouse questions. Great. I would just like to point out that my pants come up to my boobs. I hope that everyone can see that. Here we go. What's your spouse's worst habit? Dipping. I was quick on the draw on that. Where to begin? (laughs) Where to begin? You don't even have anything to say, so you're dragging it out. Ha ha. I fucking hammered you with that, uh, the dipping. That was easy. Well, yeah, that's low-hanging fruit, but it's true. (laughs) What's my worst habit? You have one and you're not saying it. (laughs) I just say it. I can see you have one and you're afraid of the repercussions of saying it. If I sense it on the wind and get even a sniff that she might be a little bit hungry, I have to drop everything and feed her immediately. She'll go zero to a hundred in two seconds. Like everything is all good and yada, yada. And then two seconds later, like I'm hungry. 30 seconds later, like entire personality change in in an instant. I'm like, I guess we're just in a fight now because you're hungry. (laughs) It's worse because I'm pregnant now. But it has always been bad for me. But I will say the reason. Well, imagine how bad it is now. The reasons why this became such an issue is because when we were on the road with WWE together all the time, late night after a show, trying to find something legit to eat. And he would just stop at a gas station. I'm like, dude, I don't want gas station food. Give me like Wendy's or Subway or like something legit. And he doesn't require you. You're on like a weird eating pattern. You don't care. Like you don't get hangry. I get fucking yeah, curious when, when i'm hungry i just eat something and then i'm not hungry anymore you'll be like no but you want something specific you're like oh i'm not in the mood for that or the, the, the. and then i'm like just eat something then and then you're like no i'll wait for this or that one time this bitch drops on a plane because <laughs> we're in the car for like an hour she's like oh, I'm, I'm so hungry and we're on a car to LaGuardia or something i'm like i got like protein bars what what do you need I know I want to wait for something good. Okay. I'm so hungry. We get to the airport. You want to eat something? No, I want to wait for something. And then we get on a plane. Her blood sugar has dropped to dangerous levels by now. Has a half a glass of wine. She goes back to the bathroom. <laughs> fucking stewardess is coming to me like, sir, you, I'm like, what? I think something's happened. I'm fucking terrified. I go running back there. She just got lightheaded and fucking fell down. And I'm like, you had hours. I've been telling you to eat something for hours. You'll never see me fucking get lightheaded and fall down because when I'm hungry, I just fucking eat something. I'm not picky. I'm not like, oh, I'm not going to wait until we, you know, that was a- sometimes there's nothing at the exit and you got to make do with what you have. <laughs> I'm a survivalist. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Next question. If your spouse had one food to eat for the rest of their life, what would it be? Green granola bars. They're like Nature Valley granola bars. I like those. Yeah, they're very versatile. I don't know really I call it versatile, but you are like thrilled. L- literally, we They're were good. talking about like a registry for like a shower kind of thing. And he's like, wait, can we just like put anything on there? Why don't we just put on like diapers and green granola bars? Like that's his legit go-to for everything. Well, things I know I'm going to buy. I don't understand this baby shower. I mean, diapers we know we're going to have to buy. Yeah, she's going to shit a bunch. Yeah, I don't need it. I don't need all this stuff. But I like, I, like give it, you can give me socks, you know? So what's one thing that I would eat for forever and be happy with? Well, possibly snails. And then, <laughs> and then, then you would die from being sick all the time. I do love escargot, but I am allergic. Who knows that something's going to make them sick and eats it anyway because it's fancy? 
In my defense, at that point, I wasn't for sure, for sure that that's what made me sick. But now I know for sure, for sure, I can't eat snails. What do you think it was? You didn't think it was the snails? I thought it was a one-time snail off. I thought I had a bad snail. I didn't know this was a me problem. It's a snail problem. (laughs) First third day, and she said, oh, my favorite food is raspberries. Which they are. So one time I brought her some raspberries. Because, you know, she said she liked raspberries. Soon I realized her favorite food is not raspberries. Her favorite food is, in fact, chips. I love chips. Which, I love chips, too. Chips might be my favorite food, too. <laughs> Good wavy lays. Oh, my God. I love a wavy lays. Oh, my God. Crunchy. That's, I love, that's I love chips. I would say chips. She puts truffle on everything, too. Oh, I love she loves truffles. truffles. Oh, my the, God. Like a truffle pasta. Fuck you. Oh, God. The thought of the taste of truffle makes me want to gag. I, I don't understand how people eat this. It's heaven. And they spend all this. It's, like, expensive, too. Yeah. I don't understand truffle. I can't get in the truffle game. Well. Oh, God. It's your it's, problem. It's revolting. You, you like mushrooms. Not that they're the same, but they're, like, kind of in the same family. To a degree. Mushrooms, are, mushrooms are neutral. No, they're not. They're just, they're nothing. They're, they're not. They bring a lot to the table. Different mushrooms as well. If we're just talking a button mushroom, that's one thing. But we got shiitakes. We got portobellos. We got oyster mushrooms. We got we got the lion's mane. Is that what it's called? There's a, there's a ton. They're very good. So chips is your final answer. Yeah, I would, I would say chips. I would agree. I knew. I figured that's where you were going to land. You eventually got there. But yes, chips would be mine. What's the last thing you two argued about? This can't be that hard. <laughs> you say this can't be hard and we both just go silent. God, probably something stupid. Like we very rarely have like big blow. I mean, our little, our little things can turn into a big dumb fight, but it's always about something small. Did we argue about doing this show? Yeah. Cause you were reluctant to do it. Shocker. And I was like, can you just like help a sister out and hop on here? I got to do a Valentine's day episode with someone. It's that, gotta be you. Yeah. That's, that's not how that went though. No, but that's how it should have gone. That's how it, sh- it could have gone. See, I would, I, would, I would have been receptive to that. What did I say that was different? <laughs> so she goes, I understand if you don't want to do it. It's cool. You totally don't have to do it, but just let me know. So clearly I don't want to do it. <laughs> and you got to let me know if you don't, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But you know, uh, I mean, I just don't understand why you want to, wouldn't want to do it. It's, well, that's it's where my problem comes. If you gave me a reason, I would understand, but you just are like, uh, but I don't just be like, will you just do something for me? That's all next time. That would have been easy. Next time, next time I'm just going to make the demand. Hey, you're booked at 12. I need you to sit down with me. The mic's going to be hot and we got to do something real quick. Much easier to just ask for a favor. Noted. See, we're learning. One thing my spouse would never do is. Oh, she'd never sleep on a bed without sheets. Accurate. That's a a bingo. bare, Bare mattress. No, she'd sleep in the yard before she'd do that. That's a big fear of mine. If, if like we're in a, especially if we're in a hotel and the sheets come off the bed, it freaks me out. I slept on a bare mattress for years. That's disgusting. Years. As long, I mean, if you're in your early twenties, you know, it's fine. No, it's not fine. Just go to Target and buy some $20 Jersey yeah. sheets. You're good. Amelia yeah, if knows you're early how good 20s. a good sheet is. But like, if you, if you hook up with one of these girls from Tinder and you go back to her place and she's sleeping on a bare mattress, it's probably a bad sign. And she's like in her thirties, you know? You know what's weird is that it is slightly more forgivable for a dude. I feel like chicks, I've never known a woman that just didn't have sheets on her bed or didn't like have a bit of respect for her bedding game. Yeah, that would be a bad sign. It's bad. It's really bad. Uh, Okay. One thing my spouse would never do. I would say like go hiking in like a populated like mountain lion area or something like that's a big fear years. Like mountain lions or like where there's like rattlesnakes. Like this dude such a tough. Oh, dude, I go into rattlesnakes all the time. When? They're all over. They're prevalent. Mountain lions, though. Different story. I would just be prepared. How do you I watch, prepare? I watch way too much mountain lion shit. We, uh, we got into giant. that. There's like some great shows on Prime of like, I shouldn't have survived. Now I have nightmares about oh mountain my God. lions. And in Vegas, there's mountain lions just like in the neighborhoods now. Like coming into people's backyards and shit. You would... You would shit if there was a mountain lion. I mean, as anyone would, obviously, but. The one coming in the yard, I wouldn't be as scared about. Why? That's like more feral. Because that'll be like a weak one. It'll be all lost. and Or it's know. got rabies and it's crazy. Could be too. But uh, I've seen this one thing or this, like this mountain bike trail in California that's very populated. And people are just riding by and riding by and riding by. 
and this person's riding by and turns the corner of the bike and his mountain lion jumps out, jumps on him, tackles him off the bike and starts eating their face. There was no preventative measures this person could have taken. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if there's even a one millionth of percent chance that I could be riding my bike one second, because the thing was the mountain lion saw all the bikers going by and waited in ambush for one to come by. You have no shot. You're totally fucked. You're toast. So if there's like 1% chance that I could get ambushed by a mountain lion that I didn't even know was hunting me, I will take a different trail, sir. Let's avoid the mountain lions. 100%. Who said I love you first? Probably me. Probably set that up. Set that up on the tee. (laughs) Drove it home. (laughs) It was John 100%. I was in control of the whole situation. (laughs) No, but I feel like when you said it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it was like this big moment of like, I need to tell you that I love you. It wasn't like a moment like that. He was like, well, I mean, you know that I love you, right? It was like phrased as a question, I believe. That didn't sound right. That, I don't think I would do it like that at all. I don't, it wasn't like this big, like roses laid out or anything kind of moment. No. It just kind of like happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. We're in love, goddammit. That's my whole point, is that it just should just be easy. It just happens. Yeah. You know what's funny, though, is I feel like when it got close it's, to it's the not, time, It's not a big deal, you know? Like, the movies and the stuff make it all... Like, you get you know. into a, a bit of a, a funny moment, though, before you're in the I love... Before you get to the I love you phase of a relationship, this is where I was with him, it was just always, like, in my mouth. Like, I was about to always say that sounded really bad. Don't take that out of context. I always felt like it was, like, on the tip of my tongue, to say it. And I was like, I, I'm going to have one too many cocktails and like drop the bomb on him here. And he beat me to the punch. Thank God. Right where I want her. <laughs> Controlling the whole situation. Yep. Like a marionette. Mm-hmm. I knew you were just going to say marionette. What song best describes your spouse in the bedroom? I mean, I guess I got to go easy like Sunday morning. You made it very public that you like to have sex in the morning. Like this morning? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's probably like a ludicrous song or something. What's that one uh, Beyonce song? Oh yeah. Like a uh, drunken love. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I used to put on Beyonce. I would get like a little buzzed and put on Beyonce all the time. And, and just pretend she was Beyonce basically. <laughs> it was a hell of a time in our relationship. Yeah. Lucky for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> and finally, who was the initiator for the trip to pound town? You oh, would have been, that was me 100%. but it took forever for us to get there because I, I feel like, I don't know if I've told this story before publicly, probably, I don't know, in some capacity, but so the first time that we actually like hung out and got together, we were in Orlando together and he was like very sweet, had all like my drinks that I liked and all my snacks that I liked, but we stayed in this hotel room and we just stayed up and talked all night. Like we were just like chatting, chatting, like total buddies. Like we were like thick as thieves, like totally just enjoying each other's company. And then it got to the point that was like, Hey, someone better make a move here. And then we've literally just been together ever since then. That's when it all really well, yeah, started. You know, under normal circumstances that that would be a, I would just be trying to get to that as soon as possible. You know, that would be the whole point. Sure. But time was just flying by because we were just hanging out. It's very funny for me to imagine. You. And then before I knew it, I was like, oh, shit, I almost forgot to have sex with you because it's like, <laughs> it's like 4 a.m. We just been shooting the shit. We better get this. I we got to get this done immediately. <laughs> but we were like kind of awkward about it, too, because like we knew that we liked each other and we had talked to each other for so long. I was not awkward at all. Yes, you fucking were. Because remember, we were like, it turned into <laughs> not awkward at all. <laughs> There's nothing awkward about it. That's the whole point. Is the time just flying by and it's easy? And no, but because no, it was like you might have felt awkward. We are obviously on the same page, like verbally and whatnot. But like getting it to that next level of like, hey, we're going there. We're we're taking it out of like the best friend zone here. But it, it was like four in the morning. We're like, shit. We better do this before we have to fall asleep. I was in complete control of the situation. I don't know. You might not have been. Luckily, I was there to be like, trust me, don't worry. Don't worry, I got it. That that really set the tone. That was it. I mean, that was that was a while ago, but that ever since then, we've just been together after a little romp in Orlando. Orlando will always have a little special place in my heart. I was smart enough to not uh, 
try to hurry up and hook up with you That's because true. because then you would have been like oh he's just trying to I would not have been receptive to that yeah and I knew that yeah and you thought I was gonna but I outsmarted you played like a fiddle all right I feel like we've done it we had our Valentine's Day episode we doled out a little bit of advice gave a little bit of our own backstory uh we played our own little how do we how well do we know each other which I feel like we pretty much nailed that oh yeah it wasn't anything we had any misses no. on there. I don't think my mountain lion one was a little bit of a dodgy answer, but it was something. Um, all right, guys, it's past Valentine's Day, but um, every day is Valentine's Day. Get it on with your lover. Every day should just be Valentine's Day. Yeah, it is nice to have a little moment, though, to like cherish your loved one and like celebrate your relationship. It's it's nice until you forget it because you don't know what day it is. Well, and then you get yelled at. You got a calendar on your phone? Valentine's Day, this day, that day, this day. Just like a card and some flowers. That anniversary. There's all, all these days to remember. It's easy. When every day can just be Valentine's Day. Thanks for hanging out. I know you didn't want to do this, but I appreciate you. Well, that's what I do. I make people happy. Can you give us a Ryback outro? And all the uh, ladies out there. Uh, <laughs> have a happy Valentine's Day. Lover, significant other, feed us more love. (laughs) We love you right back. All right, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you learned a little something, something from Dr. Feelgood himself. Um, I feel like John really likes to put himself on a bit of a pedestal when it comes to just um, doling out information about relationships. And honestly, a majority of the time he's right. So big pat on the back to that guy. Um, Hopefully you guys learned something. Maybe a little peek into our relationship a bit. And we got to play that fun game with uh, MC Emilio. DJ Emilio. Hell yeah. Um, All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us in this episode. Um, I hope that everybody had a really great Valentine's Day. Um, Spread a little love. Uh, With your mask on, of course. We're talking mask love here, everybody. Everybody be safe. Wear a mask. Wear a glove. Do we have to do or don't? Wait, do. (laughs) Okay. Um, Before I duck out, um, just want to remind everybody that we have a YouTube channel. Um, If you search my name in YouTube, uh, it's just R-E-N-E-E-P-A-Q-U-E-T-T-E, because we upload clips from the show obviously, but we are also adding in the full length episodes. Um, so you can catch all the interviews, all the past interviews are going to be, go- uh, they're going to be going up there. I still have to upload a few of our past ones, AKA the, the John Moxley one, uh, as we just heard from the man himself, CM Punk, um, I believe Megan O'Leary, but they will all be going up in the future. All these episodes are going to be on that YouTube. So go on there, like subscribe, uh, comment. I love flipping through those comments. You guys are very cool and generous on there. Much appreciated. Same with, um, you know, for the podcast comments you guys are putting on there. I, we do read all those. So thank you very much. Also guys, remember to follow us on all social media for volume sports. You guys don't want to miss out on this. There's, there's so many great shows that are a part of the volume podcast network and you guys definitely want to be a part of it. So give us a follow on socials. It's at volume sports on Twitter and at the volume sports on Instagram rate review, hit that subscribe button wherever you guys listen to your podcasts. See you soon.